Hello, and welcome to the Ageless Wisdom Mystery School. This is Michael Benner, your host today and every Sunday. Today happens to be the first Sunday of December 2012. Today is December 2nd. And our topic for the day today is the secrets of goal setting. This might seem like a pretty simple topic. In other words, what could be so secretive about setting goals? What what would be the big mystery about setting goals? Well, there are several, actually, and we're going to cover a few of them here in the podcast, this live webinar, which is also podcast, this free forum. And then we'll go into even greater depth in the premium Mystery School training that follows in about 30 minutes. And if you're already enrolled, then we'll see you there. And if you've yet to enroll, it's never too late. You can even enroll during or after class because every class we do, the free forum, which is podcast, but also the premium training, which is because it's tuition-based, not podcast, they're both available with the very same link by replay on demand. So you might say, well, you know, I'd like to subscribe to that premium training maybe for 13 weeks or a full year, but I don't know how often I can be there live. Well, join the club. The majority of people listen to the replay on demand, both the free forum and the premium training. Um, Again, because the free forum is not tuition-based, we can podcast that. But once you have the link, hold on to it and the password as well. That'll get you into the tuition-based class at your convenience anytime. And of course, in both cases, you can also download an MP3 recording of the classes to your desktop and put it in your music folder, uh, then put it on your smartphone, your iPad, your iPod, whatever Uh, device you use to listen to mp3s and collect a whole set so to speak every one of these classes includes a meditation exercise too so if only for the purpose of listening to the meditation exercise repeatedly and getting many extra benefits every time you listen that'd be a good reason to save these classes also they may not be posted forever but you have the opportunity to download them and keep them forever. They're yours. So, what is the big secret? What's the big mystery? Well, the first big mystery is why so few people bother to set goals. And it's an interesting psychology. Even in business, fewer than 18% of business people Salespeople, for example, you'd think, my God, if anybody is setting goals, it would be salespeople. But less than one in five even bother. Not to mention the rest of us in life in general. Some people will say, I've got a plan. But a plan is a strategy to get to a goal. 
And you might think that, well, if somebody has a plan, doesn't that mean they have a goal? It's like they have an intention to get someplace, but do they really know what that place is? And in most cases, people do not. Even people with a plan, their plan is to get to a vague, hazy goal. Most people feel such a lack of power and control in their lives that they fear disappointment and figure if they can just get close to their dreams, if they even have any. A lot of people are afraid to dream because they're afraid they'll be disappointed when they don't come true. But as I said in the newsletter this week, your dreams cannot come true if you don't have any, don't you see? So how could you have a plan to get to a vague, hazy goal on the belief that, well, I'll decide as I get there? I mean, there is a a certain degree of validity to the idea that I'll modify my goal as I approach it. But goals are for determining direction. I'll probably say that four or five times between now and the end of the premium training. The purpose of setting a goal is not so much to attain that goal. And better said, the purpose of setting a clear, detailed, specific goal is not really to attain, to arrive at, to get to that clear, detailed, specific goal. It's to create a clear direction. The purpose of a goal is to create a direction. If you take nothing else away from this class, The Secrets of Goal Setting, but that idea, I have more, but (laughs) if you only get this one idea, the time you spend here today will be worthwhile. In other words, you get to change your mind. We are not arrows or bullets once shot that cannot be recalled. In fact, in mind science, so to speak, in goal setting, we have a saying that it's ready, aim, fire, aim, 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 don't you see? Ready, aim, fire, but once you launch yourself, once you begin to move toward that desired outcome, that goal, that solution, that dream, you get to change your mind. But you still want to begin with the most specific and detailed goal that you can. And this is where most people fall short. They're afraid if they set a specific goal and then fail to attain it, well, the operative word would be fail. They have failed, you see. And that's not the case. Any, If you can get halfway there, you got half of it. If you can get three-quarters of the way uh, in that direction, that's even better, right? Or three-quarters of a pie is better than no pie at all. So the importance of setting the, the goal is to create a specific direction. You want to be accurate in the direction that you set. The idea that... I can plan my way to a goal, however, that I can 
find a direction, just a general direction, and begin to move toward that vague goal. And then as I get closer, I'll make up my mind. That's not going to work. What you get is vague, hazy results. And then people wonder, well, what did I do wrong? Well, you didn't do anything wrong. You had a vague, hazy goal that you put in your mental computer, and it created a vague, hazy outcome. You did it exactly right. Garbage in, garbage out. Right? If you want more success with the outcome or the output, so to speak, of your mental computer, you have to be more specific and detailed in the information that you put in. All right. So specific goals create specific outcomes, though you can modify that outcome, that dream, that result that you want as you approach it. The worst thing that we can do, although it's an effective strategy in an emergency, is simply move away from what you do not want. This is not a goal. (laughs) Trying to avoid what you do not want is not a goal. Imagine yourself in the center of a circle. Put yourself in a chair in your mind's eye right now. Think of yourself as sitting in a chair in the middle of a circle. And you could even imagine or visualize uh, like a 30-foot circle around you so that you're sitting in the very center of this 30-foot circle. And you don't want to be there. You don't know what you do want. The only thing you know is that you do not want to be in the center of the circle. It's become dangerous. It's become painful. It's uh, hazardous to your health. (laughs) Maybe it's just boring and unproductive. And you want to move, and you don't know where to go, except anywhere would be better than where you are. This is what most people call a plan of action, avoiding what they do not want. So they'll jump up out of the chair and run in any direction. It may be a good direction. It may be a bad direction. They might be running out of the frying pan and into the fire, so to speak. Often, we make things worse when we run away from what we don't want. There are situations, of course, because we're being so general here, where in an emergency or crisis, all you can do is get up and run. Your initial stage may have to be, in some situations, run in any direction. Just get out of there. I understand that. But as soon as possible, you want to stop, take a breath, relax, reorient yourself, and make some decisions and commit to a decision about a direction to move in by creating a clear, specific, detailed goal. You understand? So unless it's a crisis or some sort of emergency... Running away from what you do not want in any direction. Just get me out of here. 
that's a good emergency strategy, but that's not a goal. I want to get out of here. Goals need to be positive. Goals should not be, I want to stop smoking. The goal is I want to be healthy and live as long as possible. That's the goal. You see, I want to stop smoking. That's not much of a goal. I, I suppose it's better than continuing to smoke cigarettes, but you understand, <laughs> you understand what I mean? You, generally speaking, you want your goals to be positive, not negative in nature. You don't want to set a goal or define a goal by saying, this is something I do not want. This is something I want to get rid of. This is a place I want to get away from. I want to get out of here. That's not enough. Where do you want to end up? Where do you want to go? And a lot of people won't do that. They're afraid to. Well, I know I want to get out of here. I mean, anything would be better than this. But if you press them, well, what do you want? They say, I don't know. I wish I knew. That's my problem. I don't know. Remember, we've done programs in the past, classes here, where we've talked about the only two kinds of problems there are. One, which is sort of a surprise to many people, is a problem of knowing what I want, but I'm not sure how to get it. The other problem, however, which generally speaking is much more common, I'm tempted to say popular, but that's that's not quite right. The much more common problem is, no, I don't know what I want. I wouldn't know it if it was right in front of me. In fact, I might already have it, but it's hidden. I, I Gosh, I not only do I not know what to do, I don't know what to do about what. I, I, I don't know what I want. How could you possibly know what to do if you don't know what you want? One of my favorite ways of saying this is Stephen Covey's in the uh, Habits of Highly Effective People, The Seven Habits. He says, begin with the end in mind. And that's such a clever turn of the phrase that you begin at the end or you begin with, <laughs> you begin with the end in mind. But even though it's a clever phrase, and I think he gets credit for it, I've never heard anybody say it quite like that, it's per, it should be perfectly obvious. What project do you begin without knowing the result or the outcome? What do you want? Uh, let's take something simple, an artist with a sketch pad or a journalist with a blank sheet of paper in the typewriter. You don't know what typewriters are. We <laughs> Nobody uses typewriters anymore, but you get the visual. A blank computer screen, right? Or an artist with a blank sketch pad. Before they do any productive writing or drawing, they have to have a dream. They have to have a goal. They have to have an image in mind. You can't just start writing and hope that three or four paragraphs into your essay, you'll figure out where you're going with it. You have to begin with the end in mind. Same with an artist. You can't just start drawing. I suppose you could, but uh, <laughs> it's not going to be very rewarding or very satisfying to just start drawing something 
have no idea what you draw. Imagine a tattoo artist, and he says to you, well, let's see, let me just start sketching something out on your body here with my tattoo gun. What is it called? A pencil, a gun, a rifle, I don't know, my tattoo tool. And uh, we'll see what we come up with. I, <laughs> I don't think so. Right, it's a little too permanent. So why would the artist or the journalist or the author uh, or could be a carpenter with a big stack of wood? And he says, well, I think I'll just start cutting some boards and nailing some some boards together here. We'll do a little sawing and maybe drill some holes and see what we come up with. Maybe it'll be a chair. Maybe it'll be a cabinet. I'm being deliberately silly here and exaggerating to make the point. There is no effective project that you can begin without having a result in mind. Most of us use computers. Few of us program computers. But if you were a code writer, you'd have the same situation. You can't just start writing code writing a program to tell a computer what to do and how to behave and decide what kind of program it's going to be and what you're going to accomplish as you move closer to the end. It doesn't work. And yet again, if this is so obvious, why do so few people set goals? Because they don't know their power. They don't know themselves Humanity, bottom line, just hasn't evolved to the point where very many people understand their true potential to create, to, to manifest, to, to bring into the world, to bring order out of chaos. That's one of my favorite ways of describing productivity, to create order out of chaos, because the universe keeps wanting to take order and break it into chaos. Uh, there's a classic example I remember from, well, it would have been either philosophy or statistics. I'm not sure which class I was in, but I remember this college class, either in statistics or philosophy, where they said, imagine a dresser drawer, and you put 50 white marbles on one side of the dresser drawer, and 50 black marbles in the other side of that same dresser drawer, and then you open and close and open and close and open and close the drawer several times, the order of all the white marbles on one side and all the black marbles on the other side will not stand. It will devolve. It's called entropy in physics. It's going to go from order to chaos. Everything runs out of steam. Everything breaks down. Everything gets used up. You might say, wait a minute. I remember hearing in science class once that you cannot create or destroy energy. So if you can't destroy energy, how could you use it up? Well, that's an excellent point. You get an A for that question might think you only get A's for answers, but that's an A-quality question. That's a very good question. Energy degrades. It changes form. All energy moves in the direction of heat. So energy that begins as light 
will degrade to heat. Energy that begins uh, as ionizing radiation, like from a nuclear or atomic reaction, degrades to heat. Everything moves in that direction. So it changes form, but the net total is unchanged. I mean, you throw a piece of wood into a fire, and the amount of light and heat that is released by that piece of wood burning is exactly equal thermodynamically. It is exactly equal to the light and the heat from the sun that grew the branch in the first place. So the piece of wood, you don't think of it this way, but it's like a little battery or a, or a capacitor. It's a little energy storage device. But the net energy released from burning the log is the same as the energy from the sun that went into growing it in the first place. It's pretty fantastic. So the point here from order to chaos, which is called entropy, is part of the natural laws of the universe. But the human being is conscious. We have awareness. Sometimes more than other times, often we're not very aware. We forget where we put our keys. We can be real smart and still forget, what, where did I put my keys? Awareness is not intelligence. Consciousness is a very different thing. But we do have the ability to complement natural entropy, order to chaos, with what Buckminster Fuller called synergy, which is bringing order out of chaos. There's a great scene in one of the, uh, I was going to say Star Wars, but it's a Star Trek movie. Uh, one of the Star Trek movies about the Borg, where uh, the captain, uh, Picard, finally meets the queen bee of this colony called the Borg they're all connected, they're all plugged in together, and um, she announces herself as the one who brings order out of chaos. So she's the center of the wheel, she's the hub, she is the, the one who, George Bush would say, the decider, the one, <laughs> the one around whom all the drones and all the worker bees uh, look for their orders. And she brings order out of chaos. It's a very nice concept. Uh, I, uh, I'm tempted to get off into a little rap about the Borg, but I'm not going to do that. That was many, many years ago. Close your eyes for just a second and relax, and let's drink this idea in. This is our central theme, and I hope you can join us for the premium training. We'll talk in detail about the difference between a goal and a strategy or a tactic and our plans to attain those goals and those dreams. But dream a little dream. Pull upon a dream that you've had for a long time. And imagine yourself having attained that goal. It might be an object, a material thing. A house, a car, a flat screen TV or computer or something. It might be a circumstance, living in a different city. 
or moving to the countryside or moving to a different nation on the other side of the world might be a relationship with someone you really care about and really admire. But notice, with your eyes closed now, as you breathe and relax, and imagine having that goal that it feels a little risky, that it begins to bring up questions about whether you can really have this, whether you can maintain it, whether you deserve it. Can I handle this? Am I up to it? And these questions have to be answered if you are going to pursue this goal. You have to decide that if you fall short, you can deal with the disappointment. If you fall short, you could quit or you could learn from the circumstance, apply what you've learned and redouble your efforts. Give it another go. And if you choose never to quit and to learn from the mistakes that other people would call failures, it would be impossible for you to fail. And if you can feel that before you begin, and act as if your success is guaranteed, then your success is guaranteed. Take a nice, slow, deep breath. And as you exhale, open your eyes, wide awake, back in the room, feeling fine. Hope you'll join us for the premium training in just a couple of minutes. Register at theagelesswisdom.com. That's the W's dot theagelesswisdom.com. Click on webinars, then premium training. Use your bank card. You can do it in about 60 seconds. The thank you page will have the website, the URL, and the password you need to join us. So thanks a lot for being here. Have a wonderful day. Hope to see you at the premium training. Be gentle, love life, and take care of each other. This is Michael Benner. So long from L.A.